Welcome to the Hadn't You Heard podcast, presented by Maco Media, where we will be having conversations with local business owners, getting an idea of who it is, helping build our community, what it is they have going on right now, and why it is they do what they do. On today's episode, Hadn't You Heard, of Peak Secondhand, a clothing store with good vibes and even better prices. Join us today while we chat with the owner of Peak, Carolyn Busa and get to know a little more about her store, the secondhand clothing she offers, and the great vibes she gives to the community. Thanks for joining me today, Carolyn. Hello. So excited to be here. I'm excited to have you on. I appreciate you stopping by. Yeah. Do the people know your name is Doug? Can I yes, call you Doug? Yes, they do. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. You... Okay. <laughs> Hide behind the brand, right. you yes. know. Well, appreciate you hopping on, Caroline. As I discussed in the intro, secondhand peak clothing. Let's give a little bit more behind the scenes in 30 seconds. How would you describe your shop? I would say Peak Secondhand is a secondhand clothing store with clothes that won't break your budget. Try to promote body positivity, clothes of all sizes, clothes of all colors. I like to say the clothes haven't peaked until they met you. Oh my gosh, what a tagline. (laughs) That's amazing. Right. I would say in 30 seconds in a goofy manner, how would you describe the store shop with that little tagline? Kind of was it? I covered it. Yeah. (laughs) So where's the shop located, Carolyn? I am in Merchantville, New Jersey. So I hope I don't cause any controversy here on the (laughs) podcast. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to be changing the name to Merchantville, you heard. Yeah. <laughs> the listeners will start leaving in, you know, angry comments. Right. So, Carolyn, how did you get into the business itself? Where did it come from? How did you come up with the name as well, Pete? Okay, well, the business kind of came out of left field. It was, we could all remember, 2020, COVID times, lockdown. I was staying at my parents' house in New Jersey after moving home from Brooklyn for a little bit. And during that time, just as we all did, kind of reevaluating what we want to do, what we miss doing, what we love doing. And I just kind of realized I needed to change things up a bit. And during that time, one of my favorite secondhand clothing stores closed, Frugal, which was in Collingswood, New Jersey. And something just kind of snapped in my head. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to, open the next cool secondhand clothing store. And so kind of just started the steps of doing that, a little research here and there, a little online business courses, that kind of thing. All while at the same time, falling in love with someone down here and realizing if I wanted to kind of make both things work, I was going to have to make some changes. So I decided to open a store back in Jersey versus the very expensive New York. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little more expensive up there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, congratulations on taking that step and opening the business. You're an avid secondhand shopper, and that's kind of what led you in the direction of this field. Yes. Lots of, most of my clothing is secondhand, lots of goodwill trips when I was younger, Like I said, I love shopping at Frugal every time I came home from New York that I'd stack up on clothes. And what I just really liked about Frugal was just it was there was always something you could buy. It was nothing was too overpriced. They had their expensive stuff, but also regular price stuff. And that's kind of what I wanted to try to mimic in my store something for everyone. Yeah. So when it comes to buying secondhand, even just for clothing, what kind of draws you in as a shopper that makes it different from just going to your average local clothing store? I mean, it's very cliche, but the hunt is always the fun. You just kind of are 
looking through the racks and all of a sudden some funky pattern, some funky shape pops out at you. It's the only one there. And it's like that you kind of, I kind of start sweating. I'm like, oh my God, like, do I get to, this is mine. I'm taking it. So it's just exciting and feels like, no, you know, maybe someone else in, in a few miles has that, but chances are no one else is going to be wearing that around you. So that's always cool. Yeah. It's like a one of a kind kind of thing. You're exactly. the only person walking around town with that yeah. shirt on today. Yeah. Yeah. So what makes your shop a little bit different from your competitors? I think I definitely knew my shop wasn't going to be a bigger, you know, kind of goodwill. And those stores are huge and they, they offer, uh, you know, their services are, are needed, but I just knew my shop was going to be smaller, more curated. You're going to get things that have been curated on my end to, I like colors, I like patterns. So we're going to get a lot of that stuff. We're also just going to cover the store. I like to keep my store decorated and bright colors as well as art and decorations that kind of represents my love of the body, the female body, sexuality in some cases. Just I love having a store that's, you know, we're kind of putting ourselves out there and don't be ashamed of ourselves. Yeah, of course. So we have your amazing shop in Merchantville. What brought you to really see yourself running and opening a business there? I think I didn't see it until the ribbon cutting ceremony. <laughs> and there I was. And actually, two people who I now, you know, now there are some regular customers kind of stumbled in on the rope cutting. And they were my first official customers that weren't my friends and family. And, you know, there I was having to take their money and sell them something. There was like, there was this part of me that was like, oh, you know, just take it, like, take it for free. And then I like, had to like, remember, this is my new journey. And I have to take people's money. And that's what this is. Uh, yeah. But it wasn't it actually it wasn't really until they, you know, I was doing a transaction that I was kind of like, all right, here we are. This is this is also part of it. It's not just building the store and the vibe. It's, you know, the actual <laughs> business dollars. <laughs> <laughs> the actual business dollars. Yeah, yeah. That's the hard part. Realizing as an entrepreneur that it is a business now and you can't be giving out favors. You, know, yeah. you got to make some money to keep the doors open. Right. Yeah. So... With that said, you talk about your loyal customers that were there when you started. What's your favorite customer? Let's not throw anybody under <laughs> the bus. Is it the return customers? Who are your oh, favorite? I mean, clearly, I will make it very clear. I love my returning customers <laughs> and please come back. But yeah, it's, I think it's, it's the people that come every week and they just love looking around. I'm actually, my favorite customers, you know, if they aren't a returning customer, are people that come in and they take their time. They look at every crevice. They go, their eyes go up, their eyes go down, they go around because that's how I kind of built my store to take your eyes all over the place. You know, you're always going to have to look somewhere if you're going to find anything. So I really appreciate the customer that's like doing their due diligence and looking at everything. And then they're like, okay, I did my job. I'm going to try on these two things. And that was great. So, you know, just they appreciate the aesthetic of the store and take it all in. It's always fun. Yeah. What's your favorite part about the business itself? It can't be running the business because that's always a pain in the books <laughs> and stuff. What's the best part? Well, the best part is the people. I love, I look back, you know, I've been open about a year and four months or so. And I look back and I, you know, there's a group of a hundred people that I now know by name that I didn't know a year ago. And I think that's pretty amazing that all those people that are, you know, we now kind of serve a purpose in each other's lives and we have a kind of repertoire. And I think that's just really cool. It's, you know, I'm a child of the friends era watching friends. So I just love like getting to know people. Like yeah. I, <laughs> there's something about just having that people you can always talk to that 
is really great. <laughs> well, now you're a big part of the Merchantville community. What's your favorite part about Merchantville? Well, when I uh, first looked into Merchantville, I, I realized that they have this obsession with Halloween. And as a Scorpio, something, you know, triggered that in me. I think, oh, that's kind of cool. This town's obsessed with Halloween. So I, I love that. And then now that I've been here, I just really enjoy the people. I think in the best way, Merchantville doesn't take themselves too seriously. They're you know, they're kind of known as the small town with the big heart. And I like to say that they're the small town with the big heart and not the big ego, which makes a difference when you're running a business in town. And plus, I was a new girl in town. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, you mentioned the Halloween. I know Merchantville goes all, all in for it. Are you yes. going to be doing anything during the Halloween? Of course, month? of course. I, it's hard to think about because last year I did a, bloody wedding scene in my window display oh, cool. with a dress, a wedding dress that was donated to the store. It didn't sell. So I I took a good thought and I thought, you know what? I'm going to bloody up this, this wedding dress. The couple's already divorced, so I felt okay <laughs> about that. And I made a really cool, you know, murder wedding scene. So I have a lot to top because I thought that was pretty, pretty cool. So this year I am going to have another funky window display that's in the works. Um, you got to compete with everyone doing their decorations. There's going to be the arts and crafts festival taking place in the middle of the month. And I'm going to have an event at the store during that, some music playing kind of thing. So we'll, we'll be there. <laughs> cool. You'll be themed. You'll be ready when yes. everybody's walking the streets and their, oh, yes. their outfits, you know? Of course. Um, are there any other events that you are taking part of specifically coming up? Or is there anything that you want to have the listeners keep an eye out for in the next two to three months to end up the year? Yeah. Well, I am one of uh, three other women who have been volunteering with the Merchantville Market Off-Center, this great group of women who have kind of taken the reins and building back up the market that was on Friday nights in town. So we have events every Friday during October, which is great. And then, of course, come June, I will be doing Pride at Peak Fashion Show again, if all you know, goes in my favor. Last year's was so fun. It was Fashion show on the streets, music, art, all that kind of thing. So I'm definitely planning on bringing that back again and hopefully making it bigger and better in the best way. Very fun. No ego. (laughs) No ego ever. (laughs) Very fun. So you have a lot coming up. And I wanted to bring it back a little bit because you kind of collaborate with those people that you mentioned. What are other collaborators that you like to go to on a daily basis to help the business out? Absolutely. Well, I always have to run everything by my intern, my senior intern, who is my boyfriend. <laughs> so he's always very supportive. So he gets the full, full-blown behind-the-scenes things. I love running things by, like I said, the my friends who help run the market, shout out Janine, Kate, and Catherine. They are so creative and are they're actually residents in town. So I get that feedback from them. And as well as our uh, community director, Rebecca Calloway, she's, she's been a, done a, been a great help. And she's always like 100% behind ideas and excited about trying new things out. And I'm I'm really grateful for what she's done for Merchantville and her time here. You have a lot of great people that you're working with. So I just see great success coming your way for the business. I'm excited for your growth in town. I know you have been open about 14 months or so. Mm -hmm. That's kind of like mid-pandemic when you started, it sounded like, right? How did that affect you? I definitely wasn't a part of those group of businesses that, you know, were open during lockdown and had so many hurdles and things to figure out. So 
I would never want to um, say I was af- affected by the pandemic in that way. But I don't know, because I think for me, I wouldn't have opened my store if it wasn't for the pandemic and for the self-reflection and thinking. So it's it's hard it's hard to think about because I'm sure there are people out there who are still not going indoors and doing things like that. I, I, I just don't know. But I think if anything, it's it's the start of my journey. So it's a weird, it's a weird thing to think about, you know, the the egg, the chicken, like what you know, it's <laughs> like pandemic was awful. And here we are. It's just you growing with the punches. But yeah. Well, you're here now. Excited to see you, like I just mentioned, growing. Let's get off the business topics then for a little bit. Let's talk about you a little bit. You have any pets at home? Oh, yes. I have a French bulldog, Remy. Hi, oh, Remy. my goodness. <laughs> Is Remy going to listen to the podcast? Yes, he listens to all my content. Hey, <laughs> true supporter. Yes. <laughs> and you mentioned Friends earlier. That's a TV a good, show. That's a go-to show. <laughs> any other shows that you're watching right now? I can get obsessed with with just about anything, but I just saw that there are some new episodes available on the Great British Baking Show. And I think as someone, uh, that show is just so positive and fun. And it's I'm very excited to dive into that. I always try to save the Great British Baking Show for like the winter months mm-hmm. when things are a little slower. Th- everyone gets a little sad and then I just pop on. That's a great show. Yeah. It is fantastic. The mood. To, fantastic yeah. to watch. Fantastic to watch them critique some soggy bottom cakes, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. It's, it's a great one to watch on Netflix. And then what is like a million seasons of it? A million point. and five. A million and five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a very positive show, you know? It no, it's, very... it's not like the, the reality shows where everyone's trying to fight each other and backstab, which was really great too. It is the most positive show I've ever seen. Everybody's always just like positive feedback, positive right. feedback. So good for them because it's just bringing it out to the rest of the world. Well, I would argue that Had In Your Heart is like the Great British Baking Show oh, podcast. Well, thank it's you very so much. Positive. I appreciate that. <laughs> Do you have any role models that you look up to, Carolyn, to help you push forward through the business on a daily basis? I, you know, I feel like ever since you're a child, you're asked this question, who's your role model? And I've never had a good answer and I'm not going to pretend I have a good answer, but I would say my role models are just anyone who's pursuing something they love doing while, while balancing life and, you know, maintaining a sense of authenticity. Cause I know for me, that has been so important in my, my journey in life, my path of just truly becoming the strongest version of myself I could. So anyone who's able to do that and and make a dollar and smile and enjoy life is awesome. Yeah. Now, I know you know this next question is coming up because you listen to the show. <laughs> Favorite song that gets you through uh, the day? Yeah. So, yeah, I see. I feel like I this could go down many, many rabbit holes. <laughs> Does it get me through the day? Am I driving? Am I at the store? Am I just thinking about life? So I would say I listen at the store to pump me up, maybe maybe before the store is open, a song called Work It by Marie Davidson and Soul Wax. It's a song with the title that, it's a song that basically is a title about uh, working working it, you know, Monday to Sunday. And, but it's a hot techno, sexy beat. So that's my jam. Awesome. <laughs> One of these days, I'm going to take everybody's answer and put a playlist on the uh, the Instagram. Absolutely. I think a, that's a great it's idea. It's going to be a killer playlist. Yeah, we'll... we'll <laughs> It'll be curious the uh, the playlist for a retail store versus uh, a restaurant. <laughs> yeah, like what gets yeah. our juices flowing? <laughs> <laughs> so, Carolyn, peak secondhand. How did you come up with the name? 
well. As the listeners may or may not know, I was doing comedy in my former life in Brooklyn, New York. And a lot of my material was about like some themes we mentioned, becoming your best self and just really feeling great about yourself, feeling great about life. And, and to me, I call that peaking. I'm peaking. I'm feeling great. So I wanted to bring that into a store. So for me, peak secondhand, peak you know, you put the clothes on and you're feeling your best self and it's... Oh, I love it. Right? That's yeah. fantastic. So, you know, a lot of people at first thought it meant peak, like you're looking around P-E-E-K and I was like, no, this is different. This is this is about feeling your best yeah. and feeling hot and feeling great. That's a killer name. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> so, Carolyn, I wanted to ask you about that. Your past life was in comedy. <laughs> what drew you to comedy and what drew you out of it? Well, I would say I'm not fully out. I'm still there. The brain is always the brain is always working and being funny. And I think you can find a lot of that in my social media presence. I've been putting that comedy brain towards my Instagram account and all that. But honestly, what brought me to comedy was was retail. So it's kind of funny that this full circle moment, because I'd be working in retail stores and come home, be like, oh my God, this thing happened today. This person did this and that person did that. And then I realized like stand-up comedy was a thing and then, you know, fell down that path, which is for a whole nother podcast that I don't want to be on. But, you know, so really it was just telling stories about people. And and I think that's where stand-up came from. And then stand-up became more introspective as I discovered myself more and more about the, you know, the people around me and more about what's going on in my world and my thoughts. So, and then the COVID was kind of what, you know, took me out of it in the, in the, in the fast and <laughs> took me out of it very quickly because we we had to be out of everything. But then, like I said, just to reevaluating and just wanting to do something different, something I had more control of than doing comedy, which in any entertainment world, is just tough and hard and a hustle and not that a business isn't, but I just, I kind of wanted to switch gears and do something where I felt I had a, a little more little more control and could kind of see the steps of growth versus what just felt like a cloud of who knows when you yeah. when you're performing as a comedian. <laughs> yeah, well that's tough, you know, but it's exciting to switch gears in a completely different aspect and yeah. you have new people on a daily basis exactly. coming through. It's like we're all performing together now. Yeah. You know, you get a little 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 set in my store of our little banter back and forth and it's you your know. own little like sitcom exactly now. Yeah, <laughs> on a daily basis well carolyn thank you so much for hopping on the show i appreciate you coming on and joining me today thank you this was great thank you so much thank you for joining us on today's episode with our special guest carolyn busa of peak secondhand secondhand clothing shop in merchantville everybody stop by the storefront Check out the social medias to see what's happening and go buy her storefront in October when she decorates it for a Halloween season. And catch us again next time for another special guest. So stay tuned to Hadn't You Heard.